look at me. I didn't invite them. Oh, gosh, no one invited us. What? We were forced to come here. By who? Lord Farquaad. He hoofed and he puffed and he signed an eviction notice. <sighs> hello, 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 cassettes, and <laughs> welcome after all this time but hello. back to the Black Case Diaries. <laughs> oh, man, we forgot who we are. Uh, uh, for a hello. Yes. <laughs> Well, let me remind you, we're three old ogres learning everything we can about movies and TV and hopefully teaching you in the process. I'm Adam. I'm Marcy. I'm Robin. Oh, gosh. Well, Animation April is back. Back, baby. Yeah. And this week, we are covering a movie that not only made a major impact when it was released, but that has risen to peak meme status. I mean, it definitely has. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Shrek blew audiences away with its unapologetic lampooning of a classic fairy tale and storybook tropes. From musical Disney princesses to beloved nursery rhymes, nothing was safe from this film's hilarious commentary. This movie, because things do the commentary all the time now, people are kind of used to it. They don't realize how this movie really... It shook things up. It, yeah. <laughs> People were shook watching this thing. <laughs> People be shooketh. <laughs> yeah. Shrek took computer animation to another level, rebuking the highly acclaimed and classic storytelling methods of major animation studios like Disney and Pixar, and producing a full-length animated comedy featuring realistic human characters. The film refuses to take itself seriously, which makes even its most dated visuals feel timeless. It's one of the few CG animated movies of this time that does hold up, you know, mm-hmm. better than a lot of others. Not right. to say that like the original Toy Story doesn't hold up. Of course but, it does. Yeah. But it's definitely on a separate levels. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like the aesthetic is completely different. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So come join us in the swamp as we uncover the story behind Shrek. Hey. <laughs> Get ready Somebody for Somebody wants told, told me the, the world, world is gone. <laughs> that was my favorite song when I was 10. Dude, yes. it made me a Smash Mouth fan. That was my first <laughs> yeah. CD. Yeah. It was Astro Lounge. Nice, Smash dude. Wow. <laughs> Heck yeah. Oh yeah. So, <sighs> there you go. Yeah, the opening of this movie was iconic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where he's reading the reading the book and he rips out the page and he wipes his ass yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah. By yeah. the way. <laughs> what a load of <laughs> yeah dude oh. real good real oh, good because it's that perfect. nice narration that you expect yep. from these fantasy movies yeah yes. it's like oh the highest room of the tallest tower <laughs> true love's first kiss what <laughs> <laughs> yeah like that's gonna happen yeah it's real it's really good so i have one question for you two okay before we dive deep into this movie sure mm-hmm. Because I can't make up my mind about this. Did Shrek make up his own name on the spot? Because when oh. he talked, when Donkey asks him what his name is, he's like, uh, Shrek. And I'm like, did you make that up right oh. now? Oh. Or did you just not want to tell him? What's your name? Uh, Shrek. So I don't know. I've never come so across what are your that or thought about that. I, I uh, guess I always kind of read it as he was a little embarrassed by his that's, Yeah, That's what I originally thought, too. He's just yeah. like, he doesn't want to get close to Donkey, so he yeah. doesn't want to tell it's him. It's like, yeah. the more you tell, the, right. you know. But, yeah. after, but after watching it back, I'm like, you know what? Did he just make it up just then? I mean, 
So I don't know. But he tells Fiona that's his yeah. name. It's true. It's true. Like, he wouldn't marry somebody and be like, right. oh, by the way. Yeah, I made up the name. <laughs> I made up the name. That's, a, that's actually yeah. a really good point. Yeah. So, I mean. yeah. Anyway, that's just an interesting <laughs> yeah. thought I had when 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 researching <laughs> yeah. the movie. Yeah. And yeah. By the way, my name's so. really Stuart. So. <laughs> Holy crap. You imagine. But but Stuart. it's it's not unbelievable to think that like maybe ogres don't just don't have names, mm. right? Yeah. So in order to seem more normal, he made up a name. <laughs> Anyways, let's go. Let's go. All Woo. right. So before we jump right into Shrek, we're gonna talk a little bit about DreamWorks, the company itself. Yes, yeah. DreamWorks Animation. Yeah, just a little Ooh, bit. Just yeah. Because we've talked about Amblimation. We did a whole episode on that. Yeah. And we did a whole episode on the Disney Exodus. Yeah. It was yeah. a long time ago, but yeah. we still did but it. We did it. It's in our catalog. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so those kind of both lead into DreamWorks. Shrek was only the fifth film created by the animation division of DreamWorks SKG. Though the first four films, Ants, The Prince of Egypt, The Road to El Dorado, and Chicken Run, all had varied levels of success, Shrek became somewhat of a cultural phenomenon. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Blew the other ones out of the water in that respect. Yeah. yeah. Chicken Run was actually created by Aardman, but DreamWorks secured the rights. So it's technically mm. an Aardman movie, oh, but it's gosh. also a DreamWorks movie. I see. Yeah. That makes sense. And of those movies, of those first movies that came out, mm-hmm. Chicken Run was kind of like one of the only successes. Like Prince of Egypt did okay. Mm-hmm. Ants did fine just compared yeah. to A Bug's Life. Yeah. It didn't do well. It, yeah. No. It was just riding mm-hmm. the coattails of Bug's yeah. Life, unfortunately. Yeah. And The Road to El Dorado was a flop. Yeah. So as much yeah. as good as good as it is, yeah, yeah. and as much as people well. watch it now, yeah, it's, it's a cult yeah. classic. Now. Yeah, for sure, for sure. DreamWorks was the result of a collaboration between David Geffen, Jeffrey Katzenberg, and Steven Spielberg. The studio was originally founded in 1994 after Katzenberg severed ties with Walt Disney Animation, and Spielberg was dealing with the commercial failure of his short-lived animation studio, Amblimation. Oops. Yes. The three men each had their own division. Spielberg oversaw live-action filmmaking, Katzenberg led the animation division, and Geffen was in charge of music production. DreamWorks was the first new studio to be created in 60 years, so its founding generated a lot of hype. It became clear almost immediately that their animated films were intended to be edgier rivals to Disney animation. Remember, Katzenberg and Disney were not friends, right? Yeah. No. yeah. He did yep. not leave on good terms, nope. <laughs> if we not recall. Yep. He was not a fan of Michael Eisner, and you know we it was just a lot of stuff going on there. Mm-hmm. While Disney tried to avoid PG content, DreamWorks embraced it. The most obvious example of this is their first animated feature, Ants. The CG insect movie premiered just weeks ahead of Pixar's A Bug's Life. It was visually and thematically darker, and starred Woody Allen. Although the film beat A Bug's Life in the race to the theater, Ants lost at the box office. Yeah. Bigly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Pixar already had a big name at the yeah. time. Yeah. And DreamWorks itself as a studio had had a lot of clout right. because yeah. of the people that were creating it and because they were so showy and they had these big press conferences and all of this mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So everybody kind of knew about DreamWorks and what was going on with it. But people trusted Pixar and also... You know, people weren't thinking, you know what? I want some edgier cartoons. At the time, <laughs> right. they were thinking, you know, things should cartoon or animation should be for children, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's yep. still very much a thing that people yeah. think. And people were still thinking this at the time. So right. the idea of an edgier cartoon wasn't necessarily more popular. Right. And and a lot of people who did want that edgier cartoon fix probably found it with a lot of old Don Bluth movies. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. 
So they kind of, at this point, were over it, maybe. Yes. And I will say this, with ants specifically, they really kind of, oops, yeah, drop the ball mm-hmm. on the faces. Mm-hmm. I think the I think the look of ants is no, no, not yeah. great. <laughs> um, compared to a Bugs Life, yeah. speci- especially, yes, yeah. the Bugs Life characters are so much more likable. Yeah. Cuter. They're cuter. They're cuter. They're cuter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As, I as do far like as ants, bugs go. A little yeah, more accessible. Yeah. 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 I mean, and then the villains are definitely scarier. Yeah. I'm yes. not saying it's a uh, terrible yeah. movie. Yeah. No, absolutely I, not. You yeah. know, we watched Ants more than A Bug's Life when I, I was a kid. So too. And my siblings preferred Ants to A Bug's Life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the early 2000s, Disney entered its post-Renaissance era. As their film started to underperform, other studios had a chance to shine. DreamWorks released Shrek in April of 2001, and it seemed that DreamWorks animation had finally found its footing. Oh, yes. Yeah. So at this time, it was competing with Atlantis, The Lost Empire, but which was released a couple months later. And Atlantis being a fantastic movie. Oh, yes. People just didn't go see it. All right. So for the maybe three of you who haven't seen Shrek... <laughs> Here's We're going to be doing some spoilers, by the oh, way. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Spoilers ahead. <laughs> You've never seen Trey. I mean, who hasn't at this point? But yeah. definitely go see it. It's 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 really good. And like, yes. no, or watch no, it again if you haven't seen it. Memes and jokes time. aside, it's great. Once upon a time, an ogre named Shrek lived in a remote swamp in isolation. However, one day it was destroyed by an invasion of obnoxious fairy tale characters. The terrible Lord Farquaad exiled them all from their land and they had nowhere else to go. In an effort to save his swamp, Shrek strikes a pact with Farquaad and sets out to save Princess Fiona so that she might become Farquaad's bride. However, in this storybook land, nothing and no one is what it seems. Yeah. Yes, it's quite the (laughs) topsy-turvy tale. (laughs) I love it. I love this whole thing where you had these fairy tale characters but with an adult perspective, yeah, yep. you know, it's a very adult look at mm-hmm. the characters. So it's like it's it's child friendly because Pinocchio is child friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then we're seeing him through the lens of adults. Yeah. And- mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, my favorite part that makes that I think is the perfect like moment to describe what you're talking about mm-hmm. is when all of the characters start to show up at the place <laughs> and he's going around yeah. and then he busts into his bedroom and the 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 big bad wolf is in his bed and just goes. What? <laughs> what? What? What am I supposed to do, man? <laughs> and I'm like, there it is. Yep. That's the moment that's like, this yes. is, they're fairy tales, but this is like not fairy tale context. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, what? I mean, you literally see Geppetto like Sell selling Pinocchio. Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a real boy. <laughs> this movie does the perfect like combination. It brings in all of those characters that we know, like the gingerbread man, yeah. like Pinocchio, yeah. like Peter Pan makes a cameo in there. Yeah. Like they're all there, but yet out of their own context completely yeah. and into this hilarious like mishmash. Yeah. And it's beautiful. It is. Yeah. It's truly beautiful. It is. <laughs> So Shrek is based on a children's picture book by William Stieg. Stieg was a former cartoonist for The New Yorker that began writing and illustrating books later in life. He was in his 80s when he published Shrek in 1990. Wow. Mm. That's, wow. 
The book follows an ugly green monster in his quest to fulfill a witch's prophecy that he will wed a princess even uglier than him. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yep. The prophecy is that he'll find a donkey. The donkey will take him ah. to the princess. Yeah. Producer John H. Williams discovered the book while reading with his children. His kindergartner was able to recite parts of it after reading it only twice. So DreamWorks decided to make an animated adaptation. Ted Elliott, Terry Russo, and Roger S. H. Schulman wrote the screenplay for Shrek. The film was an adaptation in name, but not in plot. The original book featured a donkey, a knight, and a princess, but no other recognizable fairy tale characters. The writing team decided that Shrek was an ogre, whereas his species is unnamed in the book. Yeah, it's just he's just a green, repugnant thing, thing. that yeah. smells very, very, very bad. bad. <laughs> the film, however, maintained the important theme of self-acceptance and the love between Shrek and the princess. The book says of them, like fire and smoke, these two belong together. A sentiment that the film captures well. The story saw a lot of changes over the course of the filmmaking process. For example, originally Shrek wanted to be a knight, despite discouragement from his parents. He met Donkey while saving him from a witch who had enchanted him so that he could speak. In the final product, there is no explanation as to why Donkey can talk. But that's okay, because other animals in the universe can also speak. Yeah. Yeah, you just yeah, don't question it. Fine. Yeah, it's yeah. just a thing. Hey! I can fly! He can fly! He can fly! He can talk! <laughs> that's right, fool! Now I'm a flying talking donkey! When Shrek decides to talk to Lord Farquaad about giving the other characters their land back, it's because he doesn't want them bothering him in his swamp. In an earlier draft, it was because his home was burnt down. But the creators decided it was funnier that Shrek stands up to the Lord simply because he doesn't want to share his swamp. Yeah. I agree. He's yeah. annoyed. Yeah, just get them off my land. That's all I want. Yeah. I don't care where you put them. Just yeah, not just here. Just not here. <sighs> Shrek the character also went through a lot of major changes. There were about 50 different character designs for Shrek before deciding on his final model. Yeah. That's pretty, a lot of different. Yeah. It's versions. pretty common though, right? Yeah. You know, to like go through character designs, especially yeah. before they yeah. cast too. Yeah. If you look at some of the behind the scenes stuff for this movie, maybe we can post a few pictures on the blog. Yeah. Some of them are ridiculous, <laughs> but they're all weirdly like, yeah. That's I see it. Shrek yeah. in that yeah. Yeah. still. And funny enough, I think they used some of those designs mm -hmm. for all of the other ogres all the way in the fourth movie. Oh, oh that's cool. That is okay. cool. SNL actor and comedian Chris Farley was originally cast to play the main character. It's rumored that Farley had completed roughly 85% of the film's dialogue before his death in 1997. Yeah, so that goes to show you how early they were recording. Yeah. Because yeah. they write, and recording voices is one of the first things you do in the mm -hmm. animation process. Yeah. Because yeah. it's it's different to think about, but they're actually animating to the voice line. Yes. yes. It's so much easier yeah. mm -hmm. to animate to the voice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. His version of Shrek was sensitive and soft-spoken. His brother later commented on the performance, saying it was much closer to Farley's natural speaking voice and demeanor. Yeah. 
if, if you guys have you guys heard his like him as Shrek? Yeah, a little it's bit. It's like a yeah. couple clips that have come out. Yeah, of the there's like yeah. you can find him on YouTube. You know, and it's it is it's it's very interesting to hear because this mm-hmm. is something that you know when we talk about celebrities becoming voice actors or celebrities being cast in animated movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Chris Farley was a very physical actor. Yeah. Like, he was a good actor, but mm-hmm. he was very physical. Right. And so only doing voice, it's like he was a completely different person. Yeah. yeah. And it's a real shame, too, because I kind of really like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it, and, yeah. And I would have loved to have seen it. Mm-hmm. I'm not dissing Mike Myers even a little no. bit. Yeah. Because I love his version, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I... And, you know, more so that I'm sad that Chris Farley passed away. Yeah. But, yeah. but I do still kind of like his version. Yeah. And it would have been cool to see. I think it would have been a very different character. And I think yeah. that's, you yeah. know, that's always interesting yeah. to see a different. How, yeah. Yeah. Just one actor can change a whole. Right, right. Whole thing. Because the lines that I was hearing when I, when I watched it, they were ones that aren't in the movie anymore. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Ones that got written out. And yeah. it was like much more character background for Shrek, hearing right. about his family and his mm. parents, stuff that they don't talk about no. in the movie. Yeah. So even that, having that in it changes the story. Mm-hmm. You're just displacing your anger. Believe me, it's properly placed. You're really mad at whoever did this to you. No one did anything to me. Yes, yes, yes. Someone hurt you so bad. Someone hurt you many years ago. Leave my parents out of this. Right through. Let's go with that. Let's explore family origin. Were you hugged as a child, Shrek? All right, all right. I want a home. And someone to share it with. Okay? DreamWorks chose another SNL alum to replace Farley in the title role, Mike Myers. Myers spent a lot of time in the studio refining Shrek's voice. At first, he chose to record without the now-famous Scottish accent. But after seeing some animation samples, Myers asked if he could re-record. He gave the character an accent reminiscent of his parents' voices. The animators tweaked the character's design to match his new way of speaking. Yeah. He said it was close to his parents' voices where like they'd lived in Canada for a while and uh-huh. and like mm-hmm. the edge had been had taken off been taken off of their voices. Yeah. So it's like a softer right. accent. Right. It's yeah. not the thickest Scottish accent you've mm-hmm. ever heard, yeah. but it's still there. And mm-hmm. I think that and I think if pe- if more people knew that, they might mm-hmm. accept it a little better. Yeah. Because yeah. that's one complaint that I have heard about Shrek is that the voice is weird and they're like, oh, it's not a real Scottish accent or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's the point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be his own accent. I mean, yeah. like, yeah. they don't not... say he's from Scotland or anything, exactly. right? Just... I mean, he's <laughs> right. a that's, character. That's the from... inspiration yeah. for the mm-hmm. voice, but it's more personal to Mike Myers. It's not yeah. just yeah. an accent, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. That is really interesting. I've always, I always liked the way Shrek sounded. Yeah, yeah. Same. yeah, same. The benefit of hiring seasoned comedians for comedic animated film is that they can ad-lib lines as needed. Mike Myers was great at running with the gross gags in the film, but Eddie Murphy's comedic ability really shined through his character, Donkey. When Eddie Murphy was cast, the filmmakers still weren't sure how they wanted him to portray Donkey. He essentially created the character, delivering lines better than the directors even expected. How interesting. When Murphy would sing his donkey, he was asked not to sing as well as he could. There was originally a lot more singing in the earlier drafts, but when the directors and producers felt like they were getting tired of the songs, it was time to cut some of them out. I think it was a perfect amount. Yes. Yeah. So like, Me too. Watching it back, it's like, damn, he does sing a lot. He sings a yeah. lot. <laughs> yep. And, and yeah. I'm glad that they're just like snippets. Yeah. 
where they like cut to the next scene yes. where he's just fade him out singing this ridiculous song or whatever. Yeah. I love it. But I always thought he sang well. Like, I never thought that was, like, uh, his yeah. bad singing right. voice. Like, yeah. I liked it's it. It's only a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's just not as perfect. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It, it's like the confidence is 100% there. That's yeah. true. The but confidence is what gets you. you know? Just it's cut like, it off yeah. at the top. It's yeah. just a little bit not there. And then, like, at the very end, when they do the karaoke, they said, yes. go ahead and sing as yeah, best I'm you can. I'm a believer. They're just like, boom, yeah. full on singing. You could actually sing. Well, Cameron Diaz gave her voice to Princess Fiona. This was her first time playing an animated character. Diaz had appeared in several comedy films before Shrek, and her career was just getting started. She won a Kids' Choice Award that year for Fiona's burp in the movie. Yay! <laughs> oh, man. Kids' Choice Awards. Yeah, They, like, create... Real important stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to I used to watch the Kids Choice Awards. Oh yes, every uh, year. I was a big fan. I could not. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when she won this, and mm-hmm. I remember they had a special burp award. Oh. Because of this, because of <laughs> yeah. specifically yeah. because of how well she yes. burped in this. Yeah. Nice. Hilarious. I love it. <laughs> I hope she still has that blimp somewhere. Oh, she probably I mean, does. Yeah. Why would you get rid of it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Shrek dominated the Kids' Choice Awards for a while. For real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. The animators used footage of the actors recording their lines to make the movements of their animated counterparts match. This was especially true of Lord Farquaad, played by John Lithgow. Lithgow has a naturally booming voice, so the directors asked him to take deep breaths before delivering his lines so that Farquaad would have a less intimidating voice. Yeah. Run, run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man! You're a monster! It's exactly what you said. Like, his voice lends itself to be this ominous, like... Yeah. He could have been, like, a, like if it was yeah. a serious villain, it would have yeah. been really nice. Yep. Perfect fit. And not, that, not to say he's not a perfect fit, but they have to, you know, be mindful of that yeah, difference yes, and, yep. and it still works really well yeah, his, his, like, wow. his voice is like smaller and like slimy there are about 30 specific fairy tale and fantasy creatures featured in shrek with about a thousand characters invading shrek swamp at the beginning of the movie it's a lot of characters to anime yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> Crew members were able to voice characters because the filmmakers were so impressed with their performance for the storyboards and pitches. Characters like the Three Little Pigs, Pinocchio, the Magic Mirror, and the Gingerbread Man were all people that worked on the film. Classic characters, too. That is so cool. When I was watching some of the behind the scenes, they showed some of the storyboard sessions. Yeah. And one they showed was the Magic Mirror, when he's doing the, let's look at contestant number one. And it's like, oh, there he is. He's doing it right there. And they were like, they probably got so used to it. They were like, you just need to do it. Yeah, Yeah. you have to do it. They actually talked about that. They were like, they couldn't hear it in anybody else's voice. They were like, it's just so perfect. Yes. So they just yeah. kept him. They're like, oh, heck, awesome. why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is awesome. Originally, Shrek was not going to be completely animated. The plan was for there to be CG characters against live action backdrops with models and miniatures. Yeah, remember the, they first thinking about this was the nineties. Madness, yeah. dude. Yeah. I can't oh. imagine this <laughs> yeah, movie that like would that. Be Chaos. Weird. Oh. <laughs> Once the studio decided to go with complete CG animation, the animators still used the completed models as references for set pieces. Yeah. Yeah. That's they, smart. they still built a lot of them, you know, some in preparation to be used and then others yeah. Yeah. In, in now used to 
uh, animate with. Yeah. But, it, but they all look amazing. If you oh, if you yeah. look up the, these little set pieces they built, they're incredible. Although DreamWorks wasn't the first studio to create a full-length computer-animated film, they were incredibly innovative. Shrek was the first CG animated film to heavily feature human characters. Mm-hmm. Pixar didn't do it until The Incredibles, which is yeah. like three years like from now. Forever away, yeah. yeah. DreamWorks was able to achieve this partly due to their purchase of another computer animation production company, Pacific Data Images PDI, in 2000. So I think when they started working on this movie, they were working together, and then they mm-hmm. purchased the company in 2000 before the movie was released. Princess Fiona was one of the most difficult characters to animate because she was human, meaning that the audience would know if she moved in an unnatural way. At one point, she was too photorealistic and not stylized enough to fit into the Shrek universe, so they had to dial her back and make her more cartoonish. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. That is interesting, and I feel like she would have been terrifying. Yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. I, and it's odd because usually it's the other way around. Usually you're, you're having yeah. a hard time making it seem realistic, right? You're yeah. trying to get it to feel real, but it's yeah. just not quite. And that, you know, the whole Uncanny Valley thing. Exactly. But in this case, they're like, you know what? It's too real. Yeah. We need to dial it back. And that's, that's odd. The facial expressions for all human characters were created using a complex new facial animation system developed at PDI. Special tools referred to as shapers were used to achieve movements. This was done by applying interacting layers of bone, muscle, fat, skin, hair, and clothing. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. such a complicated process. Yeah. <laughs> Literally building a person. Yeah. yeah. Like, we talked about motion capture last year, last mm-hmm. animation oh, April. Yeah. And, you know, it was kind of the same thing, except that with motion capture, they didn't have to build the skeleton underneath. The skeleton existed because it was the person that was moving around. And then they yeah. build everything on top of it. This is like all of it. You're doing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I will say, having a little bit of experience, like just the tiniest bit of animation experience from college, rigging a 3D model mm-hmm. for animation yeah. absolutely sucks. <laughs> it's so difficult. Uh, I yeah. can't imagine yeah. doing this yeah. to this level. Because with like, you know, like you said, bones, mm-hmm. muscles, yep. skin, hair, yep. clothes. Everything has to all move of it. together and all perfectly. And, yes. And yeah. then people come see your movie and they're like, this sucks. And you're like. Cry. <laughs> Dude. I'll never be. Years. I'll never complain about animation ever. <laughs> the character technical directors, Lucia Modesto and Luca Prasso, oversaw the character formation. First, they formed the character's skull and cover it with computer-generated facial muscles. They then layered the skin and programmed the faces to respond to muscle movements. Hundreds of controls, similar to human nerves, were wired into the faces so that the animators would be able to create perfect lipped synchronization. However, with the different ranges of size for the characters, each character had its own specific adjustments. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you can't just translate, especially with like, Fiona to Shrek to donkey. Yeah. It's like they're yeah. so all three are so Completely different. different. Yes. Yeah. But that's also why like when you see a group of people doing the Macarena later on in the movie, yeah, know, they yeah. all look very similar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just animate it once and then copy paste a couple yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> to give Princess Fiona's complexion the translucent quality of real skin, animators used a shader. A shader determines how an animated surface will react to light by manipulating its shading. This part of the animation process also determines the textural qualities of an object. 
we talked about this a little bit with Blue Sky too. We talked about their computer animation and how they did yeah. things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, the pretty much in all visual media, everything, just in life in general, yeah. we make almost all of our decisions based on shadows and the way yeah. light interacts with objects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that in animation, it's the same thing, right? Yeah. If you've ever seen animation where it's like, here's the models moving around with no lighting, and mm-hmm. then here's the lighting. It's like, yeah. I mean, yeah. for lack of a better term, night and day. Yeah. yeah. Because they're so flat mm-hmm. without any light, and it's mm-hmm. just kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. It just looks unfinished. Yeah. 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 The lighting department had a difficult time balancing the concentration of light on Fiona's face. Too much concentration made her look shiny like plastic. So they had to balance her with broader light that simulated her top layer of skin. A Hollywood makeup artist actually taught the lighting and surfacing team what makeup techniques they should use to touch up Fiona's face. This is somewhat reminiscent of when Disney color artists used their own makeup to give Snow White a lifelike look. Nice. Yeah. One of the biggest keys to bringing a character to life is through their eyes. The iris of each eye was animated to react to the amount of light in a shot. Wow. Dude, dude this is, these are the kind of details that nobody is ever going to notice. Nope, no yeah. one ever thinks nope. about that. But if it's not nope. there, then people yeah. will notice. People will notice that stuff because it will look weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, well, they're outside. It's a bright, sunny day. The people should be small. Like, oh, yep. my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Artificial lights were used to create the gleam that we all have in our eyes as they reflect the light around us. Wow. Yep. Yeah. So wow. complicated. It's, it's maddening <laughs> thinking about this stuff. It's like, oh, it's just an animated I, movie. It's yeah. easy, right? Right. Yeah. Legitimately, when I was re- like recopying all this down, I was yeah. like, dude, let's just go back to 2D animation. This is way too complicated. This is too much. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we, I will never complain about CG ever again. Never mind. It is so much work. Yeah. Why are we doing this to everybody? Somehow it's, it's cheaper. Yeah, yeah. I know. Somehow. Somehow. God. Well, Don Bluth was probably at least happy with the eyes. Oh, yeah. He probably <laughs> was. Creating donkey's fur also proved to be a complex process. The animators and lighting department found that computer animated fur tend to appear straight out of a character as if they'd been shocked by lightning, <laughs> meaning that it didn't look like fur at all. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. I think yeah. Chia Pet was the- Is what they, they said. said. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Surfacing animators set the direction and layering of the fur so that it would lay flat and overlap. Visual effects artists were the ones that figured out how to have the hair react to the environment. Think about how a character's hair might look when it's wet versus when it's dry. Neglecting details like this would take the audience out of the movie. Even if a character is animated, the audience needs to believe that they are real in their own universe on the other side of the screen. The technology was used for any hair elements in the film, including the phrase on Shrek's tunic. There's a clip that you can find of Donkey, uh, actually a few clips that they did by accident. Have you mm, seen yeah. these? Mm-mm. There, there, so. there are a few shots of Donkey where somebody set it to render one evening before mm. leaving, mm-hmm. but some kind of parameter was misclicked or oh, wrong no. or something. Oh. They came back the next day with these <laughs> oh, scenes no. of Donkey just poofed. Completely. Oh. <laughs> kind of like the chia pet that you were describing earlier. Yes. Just completely poofed. And yeah. um, 
but they kept them because they're so funny. I mean, yeah. But uh, obviously, did just they, one did little they have thing. Eddie Murphy redo some lines? <laughs> that would that would have been great if they like muffled behind all that fur. But it's very funny. Human hair, like Fiona's braid, was done using a different rendering system. Because her hair moved as one clump, it needed to react differently to its environment. It also inherited the movements of her head. So, like, yeah. those aren't yeah. a little different because you don't have individual hairs yeah. quite like Donkey. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Where, like, you had movies like Tangled and Frozen, you know, yeah. 10 years later. Mm-hmm. Those movies, you know, obviously the hair had come so far yes. in right. CG oh animation in yes. 10 years. <laughs> but it still looks really good, I'm feeling. It like, does. Yeah. You know, she's got different... They, they they layered it, different colors of the strands, and like mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't look like it's just one juicy blob, glob, yeah. You know? right? Yeah, like springy, you know. Yeah, can you imagine if they had something like the technology they used in Brave? Oh my god! Because when yeah. I think of the ultimate hair animated, yeah. it's Brave, Brave, right? yeah. and just the difference in tech there is yeah. crazy. Yeah, in all animation, large crowds are difficult to create. If you look closely enough, you will see that many of your favorite animated films and shows recycle character designs to fill bleachers or stadiums. In one scene, Shrek participates in a gladiator-esque tournament with approximately 1,000 spectators. During the climax of the film, when Fiona nearly marries Lord Farquaad, there are about 1,500 guests in the church. Wow. I mean, thank goodness they copied some of them because that's, yeah. that'd be too much. Yeah. It is too be much. To make... That many unique characters just for like a couple shots. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, yeah. exactly. Character designers created assorted body parts and features that could be combined in 450 different ways. There were 93 motions that these characters could perform, like walking, clapping, and cheering. They were randomly assigned so that every extra had some individuality. Oh, Perfect. Smart. That's yeah. how you do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there were like thousands of combinations of wow. of the of the faces and stuff mm-hmm. with yeah. the movements. I just, you know, I just thought think about the Muppets when when they talk yes. about these assorted body parts and stuff, and yeah. how because the Muppets, you, you know, they have this yeah. like head, and then they can add different hair yes. and different. It's basically the same thing, just done on the computer instead. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Back in 1998, DreamWorks was the first animation studio to use software to simulate water. Before that, CG fluid effects were drawn using graphics programs. DreamWorks PDI applied their award-winning fluid animation system, FLU, to simulate fluids, fire, and fabric. The three Fs. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, animators, worst nightmare. (laughs) FLU allowed animators to create reactions between different states of matter, like a liquid coming into contact with a solid object like glass. Yeah, pouring a glass of milk. They could also use it to choose the direction that the liquid flowed, and they could manage different types of liquids and how they would react together. It's yeah. like mud was a big one, mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, yeah. Beer. This one, beer. Mud. Yeah. <laughs> Milk. <laughs> Can't we settle this over a pint? I, I remember being a kid being, what's a pint? Yeah, yeah. What is that? The special effects team, led by Ken Bielenberg, did a real life test to see how Shrek's mud bath at the beginning of the film would look. Bielenberg said, We took one of the guys, put him in a yellow slicker, and dumped mud all over him. 
Besides being fun, it gave us a good reference to see how mud behaves. <laughs> the yeah. mud, the mud looks good. Like it, it doesn't, does. it doesn't look like mud. No, but it, de- it definitely moves like mud. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. definitely Sludgy. has a texture of mud. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ugh, feels so goopy. <laughs> I don't know. No thanks. I would have I would have loved doing that. Yeah. See, that's yes. the thing. Like that's I was right in my. You, I love now, mud. Would you be the one throwing the mud, or would, would you be the bath. one? Yeah. Okay, you would be the one. No, in the I. Mud. I was. Uh, you don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I feel like you knew me at this time, but yeah. like, you it was so long ago that you yeah, don't remember. I, yeah. I. I was messy. I was. I still am messy, but I was very messy when I was a kid. For the background greenery and foliage. The effects department created a digital greenhouse to create more than 28,000 trees. They employed the same FLU system to make sure that the leaves and greenery moved with the wind. Nice. Yeah. Producer Andrew Adamson and his team are proud of the effects that they achieved. He said, all the effects are there to bring a richness and a reality to our world that's invaluable when you're trying to create an illusion of life. Yeah. Yeah, you're just yeah. trying to make make it look like it doesn't. They don't have to look like people that right. you see yeah. every day. It, exactly, they just need to look like they are alive, like yeah. they yeah. are real. It yeah. needs to be believable. Yeah, mm-hmm. in their universe, like they're living right. creatures. Yeah. Right. yeah, and he he knew that this would become old technology. Yeah, he, he yeah. knew that the technology would get better. Mm-hmm. He was like, "We're proud of this, but we know that yes. later on, it's going to be looked at Dude, as like, oh, <laughs> it's so crazy, right?" When new things come out, I'm like, how is it going to get better than this? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, when you watch, you're like, damn, it's so smooth. It looks mm-hmm, so good. Mm-hmm. But I always know, like, it will somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's, you know, like, it just is. Like, Dude's... there are always problems <laughs> yep. to be solved. <laughs> it's real. just going to continue to be just just progress. Yep. But, like, you look back at older movies and it's still, no, they still look really yeah. good. And they're still held they up. They still and, fit. Yeah. So that's the thing is that, like, you know, obviously this movie looks a little old. We know it's yeah. it's over 20 years old. Yeah. So, like, we know that it's yeah. a little dated. But, but like, the writings are really good. Like, yeah. it, it all and just like fits the, together And the so animation well. is not, by no. any means, bad. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. good. It's great animation. Yeah. At the time, it was the best you yes. could get. DreamWorks has its own signature style, which includes pop culture references in its movies. These seem hilariously out of place in a fairy tale world making Shrek stand out even more. The various quotes and songs not only referenced other films, but also poked fun at Disney animation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Quite a bit. Yeah. (laughs) Shrek is a traditional fairy tale in certain ways. It features a hero, a stunning princess, and a cunning villain. But unlike traditional fairy tales, the protagonist is an ugly, irritable ogre, and the princess is not who she seems to be. I remember yeah. being like blown away when I found out she was an ogre. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. They yeah. hit it really well. They did yeah. a great yeah. job. Yeah. Because they hinted at it only mm-hmm. like a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Something's up with her. Why is she, yeah. why is she s- insisting on sleeping in this cave? Yeah. Yeah. Why does she suddenly yell yeah. at them like, no, we need yeah. to. We need yeah. to set up camp now. Yeah. And it's like, like, ooh. Okay. All right. Cause, yeah. Because they're right. It's like, Shrek was like, we can just keep going. I'm the scariest thing we're going to run into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I don't care, pal. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, okay, maybe you're the scariest thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to even further turn the fairy tale trope on its head, the filmmakers even considered changing the story so that Fiona was born an ogre 
but was under a pretty curse. Mm-hmm. That would have been interesting. Yeah. Yes, it would have. The movie makes several references to classic films, mainly Disney. For example, Disney's Peter Pan, when Tinkerbell falls on Donkey, and he declares, I can fly. And the others nearby respond, he can fly, he can fly. <laughs> Even Peter Pan puts his hands in his hips. Yeah. Yeah. He can fly. Yep, just like the movie. Donkey also adds, You might have seen a house fly, maybe even a super fly, but I bet you ain't never seen a donkey fly. (laughs) Which is a parody of a line used in the film Dumbo. Yes. Yes. Another is Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. It's directly referenced in multiple places, including a scene where Fiona is singing (laughs) to a bluebird. We know the one. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Poor bluebird. Uh Rip. (laughs) You know? It's it's pretty great. Oh my god! Oh, and then when the dwarves like literally put Snow White in oh, her yeah. like casket type thing yes. on his dining room yeah. table. No, no, no! Dead broad off the table. table. <laughs> Where are we supposed to put her? The bed's taken. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Dude, that that part of the movie is really good. Just the chaos of all of them slowly showing up you yes know, the, yep. the three blind mice showing up first oh, yes. yes actually fun fact one of those the one of the guys who voiced the um the th- one of the three blind yeah. mice was also one of the guys who just worked on the movie mm-hmm. nice he went on to voice private in uh, madagascar you know the oh. cutest of the four penguins oh, cute. It's pretty great disney is not the only place that shrek pulls references from there is a reference to the film Babe when Shrek says, that'll do, Donkey, that'll do, as he and Donkey cross the bridge to the castle. An extended allusion to the Matrix can be found in the scene where Princess Fiona battles Robin Hood and his merry men yeah. as yeah. well. Do you remember that? Yep. Oh, yeah. does yep. that jump in the air, the yes. slow-mo the turn camera. around. Yes. Yep. Yeah. It also took a lot from the Jackie Chan movies as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The gingerbread man also makes a reference to Tiny Tim from A Christmas Carol (laughs) when he, at the end of the film, says, God bless us, everyone. (laughs) It's like part of its continuity. You know, Mm -hmm. it's canon for his character that his legs were broken off. Yes. Because for the rest of the whole series, when Mm -hmm. you see him, he's got the little, like, frosting streaks over his head. Yes, they're like little... Where they, like... It's a patch, basically, yeah. Where they reattached his legs. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, with, like, Lord Farquaad literally using his legs. Run, run, run as fast as as you can. (laughs) And even beyond other films, a parody of the popular American television program, The Dating Game, involving Cinderella, Snow White, and Fiona, appears in the scene where the magic mirror gives Lord Farquaad the choice of marrying three princesses. Yes. Three. Pick number three, my lord. <laughs> Pick number three, my lord. Yeah. Dude, it's very funny. We talked about this a little bit before the Magic Mirror, who clearly is unhappy about being in Farquaad's like possession. Yes. Yeah. Because it's time for you to meet today's eligible bachelorettes. And here they are. Bachelorette number one is a mentally abused shut-in from a kingdom far, far away. She likes sushi and hot tubbing anytime. Her hobbies include cooking and cleaning for her two evil sisters. Please welcome Cinderella. Even Lord Farquaad's theme park-esque castle, Dulock, is a dig at Disneyland. In fact, the sequence with the singing puppets parodies the well-known It's a Small World musical mm-hmm. ride. Yes, definitely. Yeah. It definitely does. Yes. Welcome to Duloc, such a perfect, perfect town. town. 
I love that it takes a picture of them. Yes. Just like it would in Disneyland. Yes. For sure. And their faces and, are just And like, Donkey's like, let's do that again. <laughs> no. No. The little figurines say Duloc is a perfect place. And all of the people in Duloc are helplessly under the rule of Lord Farquaad. Although it couldn't be proven, it seems that this could reflect... Jeffrey Katzenberg's disdain for Michael Eisner, the ruler of Disney at the time. I mean, yeah. Perhaps. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah. Because even though they're, it's like a magical castle, it's like very corporate. Yeah, yeah very it's super tall. straight and tall, yeah. yeah. Like a, like a yeah. skyscraper. Yeah, and it feels like it could be, you know, because we know that they were not <laughs> friendly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 especially that speech that Farquaad gives to the knights before <laughs> Shrek shows up. He's like, some of you may die, but it's a sacrifice I am willing, willing to make. make. <laughs> it's like, fuck you, yeah. dude. Yeah. Dude, and it's so funny because I've seen that used as a meme about people and like their bosses. Oh, like, yeah. So yes. many times. Yeah. In one scene, Shrek arrives in Duloc and participates in a tournament, like I bet just that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Originally, the plan was to have Shrek do a traditional jousting against the knights, but an animator suggested it be like WWE wrestling. <laughs> Give him the chair! The yeah. Chair. <laughs> yeah. The team had already started the animation, but felt that it was worth it to rework it as the wrestling idea. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. It's very yeah. funny. <laughs> so much more Shrek. And, yeah. And, and it's very, it's actually kind of believable, too, because yeah. it, there's just this whole place, this whole arena that seemed kind of like where the knights would train. Yeah. Right? So there's just all kinds of stuff everywhere. <laughs> and he just ends up in the ring. There's yeah. just a ring, yeah. Yeah. And he, does, and he does real wrestling moves on him, too. Yeah. Like yep. a pile driver and yep. jumps from the... the the, the uh, from the ropes and, and slams yeah. down, oh, and it's man. very good. <laughs> it is so good. Shrek wasn't the first successful animated film from DreamWorks, but it certainly was the most successful yet. It showed that the studio could finally compete with Disney, which was struggling at the box office. Whenever we talk about other studios being able to compete with Disney, Disney yeah. at that time, for some reason, is experiencing some sort of like yeah issue. Yeah, something's happening. You know, like with Don Bluth, they were going for their dark yeah. ages, and yeah. now, mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah, but this is this was the one. Yeah. People were like, this is mm -hmm. it. <laughs> and I think even today, I feel like if they're, like, who's the number two, mm -hmm. I still mm -hmm. think it's DreamWorks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. Shrek premiered at the Ken Film Festival, being the first animated film in almost 50 years to do so. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. a big deal. Awesome. Yeah. And so in that festival is obviously such a big deal. Yeah. It it is interesting cuz the directors and stuff said it was so surreal being there in this fancy garb and you know, <laughs> oh, you're Lord. just it's awesome and then you're watching Shrek yeah. fart in a swamp. You yeah. Know, like... like that's what they were premiering. Get your game on. Go. Freaking smash mouth booms out of their speakers. <laughs> I, I say. My their word. top hats blew off their heads. Yeah. <laughs> the monocle shattered. Yeah. <laughs> Shrek opened on around 6,000 screens across over 3,000 theaters. It earned over $42.3 million on its opening weekend and went on to gross over $484.4 million worldwide. Damn. That's quite Good a lot. Grief. Yeah. It, it did well for yeah. itself, you know? I must say. 
The film has an 88% on Rotten Tomatoes from over 200 reviews. Yeah. That's pretty decent yeah. at, uh, from having yeah, uh, it, that yeah. many. And those are not audience reviews either. Yeah. Those are critic, critic reviews, and that's a lot. Yeah. Because <laughs> you'll get like a brand new movie now against mm -hmm. like 50. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 200 is a lot. Yeah. The consensus says, while simultaneously embracing and subverting fairy tales, the irreverent Shrek also manages to tweak Disney's nose, provide a moral message to children, and offer viewers a funny, fast-paced ride. Shrek won the first-ever Academy Award for Best Animated Feature at the 74th Academy Awards. Whoa! The first one! Yeah! Ah. Have you guys seen this announcement? No. Like if you watch not. the announcement, okay. they animated the 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 nominees in the crowd. Oh that's cute. They put they Shrek used, and Donkey. They used to do that, like with, yeah. with the Oscars. More every often, year. yeah. yeah. But they put, you know, Shrek and Donkey in the crowd and they were like, Yeah. Aww. You know, obviously they couldn't walk up on stage. Yeah, of but, course. That's not, so but... cute. And then like um the other nominees were yeah. also there. They were like, Oh, congrats. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it beat Monsters, Inc. and Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. Shrek was also the first animated film to be nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay. That's super cool. Yeah. Eddie Murphy also made history by being the first actor to be nominated for a BAFTA for a voiceover role. That's super cool. That is really cool. In addition, the film was nominated for Best Visual Effects, Best Sound, and Best Film Music, and went on to win the BAFTA Award for Best Adapted Screenplay. That's amazing. See, shit, That yeah. is crazy. Yeah. That would not happen no, now. Yeah, not. it's just... Nope. That is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. It was nominated for a dozen Annie Awards from Asifa Hollywood and won eight Annies, including Best Animated Feature and Outstanding Individual Achievement in Directing in an Animated feature production damn Ooh, it's a long award name yeah that yeah. is a long award like, name i was like when is this ending mm. uh, yeah. <laughs> to win <Okay. laughs> to, at the annies to win half of your nominees is yeah. really good yes wow yeah annies is i mean if you're if you make an animated movie yeah you want to win the annie awards yeah mm -hmm. absolutely so before we wrap up here, do you <laughs> yeah. guys have any final thoughts on Shrek? Oh my god, I love I loved this movie. I still yeah. love it. It's me now too. it's become such a meme. But yep. like when I was a kid, I just I loved gross stuff. I really <laughs> I really identified with these characters yeah. a mm -hmm. lot. And uh, I mean, I just I watched this. It was one of those that I watched over and over again. I had yeah. the v it came in a weird VHS case yes okay. you yes. remember where it was like it didn't come in like the big plastic ones that disney movies did the clamshells okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it it came in like the slide out one uh, but there was like an extra piece for some reason on the huh. on the side to like fill in where the tape was. it was weird yeah i love all of the songs that are in it they use yes. a lot of you know contemporary, contemporary. music yeah. definitely it captures that time mm -hmm. in like our childhood you know yeah. it was just like it, it really yeah. was a pop culture moment mm -hmm. See, For it sure. was 2001, right? Yes. Like, yeah, it feels like a yeah. very 2001 yes. movie. <laughs> yeah, it was just like at that moment of time, mm -hmm. you know, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just, it's really cool. 
captures the 2000s very well. Yes. Yeah. But it, you, you know, mentioning the meme nature of Shrek now. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, this is a meme because of how much people like it. <clears throat> yes. Sometimes yeah. things become memes because they're just ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like, for example, when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock live yeah. on TV mm-hmm. at the Oscars. Yeah. yeah. That became a meme, even though it's not like a great scenario that right. happened. Oh, yeah. Right? But Shrek became a meme because people just love it. Yes. Yep. And honestly, you may joke about it, but at the end of the day, you're yeah. joking about it because of how much you love it. Yeah, exactly. no, because it's such a wonderful movie. Yeah. Like yeah. it they did such a good yeah. job with these jokes and I mean <laughs> yeah. it's just so funny. Yeah. Like yeah. Per, it's like it's got the most laughs per capita. Like <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 It's very funny. And uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, I've seen like TikToks where people do, you know, Shrek themed parties. Yeah. And everybody's dressed as a different character from Shrek. And I'm like, that's That's a fantastic idea. Yes. Yes. Somebody even who talks about making weddings themed around movies yeah. brought up Shrek and was like, oh my gosh, like the the entrance thing could be a ma- like magic mirror where you have yeah. your names on it and stuff. And like the food could be a play on, the f- a fun play on the food that they eat. So like <laughs> these skewers of meat yeah. and little bird's nests or something. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, so like, yeah. and you, it's just like, you have to have it in like a forest type area. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. 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 It's really infiltrated pop culture. Yeah. You know, it's so beloved. It's, you know, it spawned three sequels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two spinoff movies. Yep. And then probably a fifth one coming. Yeah, I've heard rumors probably. of another yeah. Shrek coming. Wow. And, and to be honest with you, it's one of those franchises where I'm like, you can keep going if you want. I'm not upset yeah. that sequels yeah. are happening. Yeah. Because it's one of those franchises where, you know, these characters can just go on adventures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. Yeah. And especially with how well, like, if it's anything like the new Puss in Boots, it'll be oh, freaking yeah. great. Yeah, the new Puss in Boots is so good. <sighs> yeah. So, so it, it, <laughs> Shrek is here to stay. Shrek is yeah. love. Shrek is life, as they say <laughs> on the Shrek internet. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. <laughs> when Shrek hit theaters, DreamWorks animation was still new. Although the filmmakers hoped for a hit, no one could have imagined the cultural phenomenon that was about to take over. Shrek would become a major franchise, leading into three sequels and two spinoffs, and counting. (laughs) The movie was the perfect blend of gross humor for kids and adult jokes for the older members of the audience. The story was nowhere near as polished as Pixar, and it lacked the emotional punch that Pixar tends to pack. But it was an underdog film from a studio in search of a hit. It made the decision to take the kind of character that's usually relegated to caves and swamps and bring him out into the daylight. Shrek is a movie that teaches us to love ourselves, no matter how others see us. I guess what we're saying is that Shrek, like onions, has layers. (laughs) What? Yay! You get it. We both have layers. You get it. You get it if you've seen the movie, I guess. Yes! That'll do it, everyone. That is an animation case closed. Great job. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> thank Bef- you. Before thank we you. go, we'd like to thank our patrons, John, JD, Anthony, Shelly, Bob, Jaron, and Jacob. Thanks, thank guys. Thank you all so very much. Yeah. You mean the world. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You're the best. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone who's listening right now yeah. for for 
just listening, telling mm-hmm. a friend, donating, yeah, whatever you want to do. If you'd like to become a patron as well, patreon.com slash Diaries or check out blackcasediaries.com. There's a link there. And definitely go check out the blog for this episode and all of our previous episodes yeah. because there's some bonus stuff in there for you. Yes. Like for pictures sure. and videos yeah. that we reference while we're talking. Stuff that we can't show yes. in a podcast. So <laughs> thank you so much. We will see you next time. See you next time. Bye bye. Bye. Let's talk about Shrek, baby. Fiona, are you all right? Well, yes, but I I don't understand. I'm supposed to be beautiful. But you are beautiful.